listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Alexa Yeager, and Alexa uh, told the story of getting quarantined on a cruise ship way before it was cool, um, back when she got norovirus in 2017. This week, I called Mallory Bradford, and Mallory told me about the time she shit her pants while she was taking a selfie. Here's Mallory Bradford. Um, okay, so this story happened a few years ago. Um, so I live in Chicago, obviously, and I was going for a run on the lakeshore path, and just like a beautiful, perfect little spring day, and uh, mm-hmm. was just going for a little jog to get out of my house, get some fitness, enjoy myself, and I, uh, I'm pretty into Instagram and documenting most of the things in my life, and um, <laughs> I was so I was on this run, and I get to the lake, and I'm not a big runner, I hate it, but I I don't know, so I was proud of myself for doing it. And I get to the path, and I'm minding my own business, and I maybe run, like, a mile, and I um, went to take a selfie of myself on the water to, you know, send to people and make sure they knew that I was fit and <laughs> proud of myself. It's like if, and, a, um, if a tree falls in the woods and, wait, yeah, and a, woods nobody exactly. took an Instagram like, no one, no picture. One if I go for a run and it's not on the internet, then, then who cares? It doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Um, so I turn my back to the lake and I go to take a selfie. So it's just like a, a beautiful, picturesque lake and sky and me running, being so fit. And as I was taking this picture, I let out what I thought was going to be just like a cute, petite little toot. <laughs> it's like a nice little fart. A petite toot. And uh, just like a, like a cute, you know, like one where you're just like, this is innocuous and I'm just, uh, just feeling more comfortable. And, um, but instead what happened is I just shit my pants. (laughs) Uh, so I shit my pants. I'm literally halfway through the run. So there is, um, there's nothing I can, it's not like I could, well, I didn't know what to do. Like, what do you do when you shit your pants and you're, first of all, what do you do when you're an adult person who just shits their pants? And it's not like I was like drunk like a boy would or (laughs) hungover or had any reason to do it. I just was on a run uh i thought it was a toot and it was a uh, total shit it wasn't even like it was just like a little like a little shard like it was a it was a dump and uh, <laughs> and so i texted my best friend who was she should have pants a lot and i was like what do i do and she was like call an uber and so then i i was like i don't know it just it felt wrong to me to call an uber it felt wrong to hail a taxi because i had just leggings full of dump and so i ended up just <laughs> and leggings just... too you can you can see the outline of <laughs> i know that was the worst the worst part of it was like they were it's yeah it's like when you go for a run you're not in like baggy jeans that someone might not notice like i was in I was in tight leggings with shit in them. <laughs> so, so I did not, I think I would have been, like, I would have been a bad person if I had called in. Like, can you imagine if you were driving Uber and just some lady who shit herself got in, like, at 2 o'clock on a Saturday? Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon. Uh, no, it would be worse than, like, I don't. So anyhow, I just walked home. I just squished the whole way home. Oh. I was, like, praying. I was also, like, 
percent of the time if something like that happens to you you definitely on the way home like run into someone you know thank (laughs) god I didn't the whole way I was just like head on a swivel making sure I didn't run into anyone and then here's what I think is the grossest part of all of this um when I got home I didn't know how bad it was like I knew that it wasn't just a little something just based on like sense but I was like it could have just been like a little it could have been like a chart or it could have been a full dump and there was no way for me to know um so I came home found out it was just like a pretty full diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) but then they were my favorite leggings and so I washed them and I still have them to this day (laughs) no I think uh I think that was the right move Shit themselves all the time, and they, that's true. They everywhere clothes, so um, so that's where I'm at. And you know what? Dogs eat shit. So dogs eat shit. That's what I always. If I'm feeling low, I say, "Well, at least I don't snack on turds." <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. I mean, yeah, I, you probably also don't walk around with shit in your pants, but we I are mean, who we are, you know. A lady never tells. <laughs> I've got a full, I've got a full diaper right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's like in the quarantine, that's kind of how I'm feeling, where I'm like, what's the point of anything? Like, should I even get up, you know? We have, Toller has these, I hope I didn't already say this on the podcast, but Toller has these adult diapers in the house that he bought for like a bit, like a sketch or something, and I'm so tempted, I kind of want to... I don't think I could shit in one, but I kind of want to pee in one and see what it's like. I dare you. <laughs> There's You have a whole podcast about disgusting things that women do, and you've been just living with adult diapers in your house. Okay, fine. You've talked me into it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Today, I mean... That... No more blood. No more movies until you shit in an adult diaper. <laughs> I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm just like, I can't... I just can't imagine it would actually hold all the pee in. You know? like the... No, because, like... But it has to, right? Right? That's the whole point. But it, to me, I'm like, I feel like I'm more powerful than an adult diaper. <laughs> Tune in next week on Lady Like Podcast. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Now I'm going to have to do it. Ugh, gross. <laughs> um, I can't wait. <clears throat> wait, what was I that reminded me of? Oh, <laughs> one of my coworkers was like, we. I had like two beers and then he like brought this up randomly and I was like crying laughing. This was before the world ended, obviously, but, um, he was like, he's like, well, I, t- I told you when I saw my room, or something like I watched my roommate shart. <laughs> it's like, what? What? He said they were what both, they were both in the kitchen, like, talking, and his roommate, like, looked, looked him in the eye and, like, <laughs> looked him in the <laughs> eye and, and farted, like, looking him in the face as, like, a goof. So, like, he watched him fart, but then he watched his face, like, as he realized he sharted. <laughs> and, like, runs off. Oh, my God, just, like, the shock on an adult face. I, I think it happens to men 
of a decent amount, and I don't know how or why. Like, for me, I'm 33 years old, and that's only happened to me once in my adult life, but I feel like most of the men I know have a story about shitting in their pants. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I a lot of people... Doing this podcast, I would say that it seems <laughs> it seems there is a very big bar, part of the, the female population that is shitting their pants. But um, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I totally used to shart like every weekend. Like <laughs> seriously? Yeah, there was a period of time. I think it was because he was drinking a lot at the time. But he would he would the next day he'd be hungover, and at some point he would he would fart and shit his pants. <laughs> You guys be like, oh, okay, did it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I gotta go take a shower. Like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We, no, we've I got just, that under control now. That is, that is like, eat, like, eat a vegetable, you know? Like, that, I think, was gonna be my problem, is that, like, it was a diet issue, I don't know. I still don't know why it happened, but, like, to have it happen regularly makes me feel like you gotta make a, a, at least a small change. Yeah, well, are you, um, I hope you don't mind me asking, are your bowel movements usually solid or not so much? (laughs) No, I usually, actually, recently I've been taking good shits. I actually, no offense, I should find this. (laughs) You strike me as someone with diarrhea. I I texted my family this week, and it was something like, oh, I really want to find it now. It was, it was something like, I'm never not having diarrhea in quarantine or something like that. Like, it was like, uh, like, like, I don't know. It was, um, normally I take pretty good dumps, but I'm also Jewish and we are notorious for having bad stomachs, just like <laughs> weak, weak diarrhea bellies, I would say. And so there was like, there was a good 10 years of my life where I, it was just like every shit was, um was urgent oh i know what it was so we're doing we're doing this family facetime every morning in quarantine where like we talk to my nieces and my siblings and my parents and we're all on facetime together and we were on this lovely facetime on like a someday and i just like looked everyone dead in the facetime and was like i'm sorry i have to go i need to use the bathroom urgently and then um immediately texted everyone and said sorry that was an insane diarrhea and my dad was like how often are you having diarrhea and i was like um usually not so much but like right now often and then my brother was like i'm never not having diarrhea and it turned into just a a whole um a whole situation i don't think anyone's body is good right now (laughs) i yeah i know what you mean i've been having because i like never have diarrhea i'm always i'm on the opposite side of the spectrum and during quarantine i've had a few weird yeah, kind of a, a few weird ones. <laughs> <laughs> it make, it makes me think like my body's like, listen, you're home all the time. You like you can just urgently go to the bathroom whenever you need to. Uh, so I feel like my body's really embracing it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Fun, it's funny <laughs> that um, <laughs> for the listener, you, your Facebook profile is you and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I'm just staring at you, too, hearing about your watery dumps. <laughs> it is. It's been her since before everything went terribly. <laughs> she's got a very, a very um, smart suit jacket on. Oh, yeah. I dressed up for her. I wanted her to be proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say to you? Anything? I told her, um, this is my politics, I told her I met her for maybe 12 seconds, and I told her I wrote, 
um, a biography about her when I was in second grade, and she told me that she hoped I got a good grade, and I said, I did. <laughs> and then I was watching that Hillary documentary. I don't know if you've seen this. It's on Hulu. I didn't watch it. You should watch it. It, it was very good. Uh, clearly slanted. It also made me feel bad about the world. But um, there's a clip of them of in the, in the documentary of some little girl being like, I wrote a biography of you. And she's like, I hope you got a good grade. And I was like, oh, oh. she just gave me a stack line, that motherfucker. <laughs> Our live show, uh, we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories, and these are some of those stories. And I'll, and I'll read them. Uh, okay, here we go. While on tour with my band in England, hello, uh, <laughs> we we played a bar on our last night. I normally wear thongs while playing and get very sweaty. After the show, having changed, we are hanging out at the bar. And a cute server says to me, you're the one with the pink knickers. Can I have them? Uh, sure. Hold on. I ran, got them still sopping wet, and handed oh them God. over. She said, wait a minute, and ran to the bathroom, put them on, and worked the rest of the night in them. Whew. Wow. Gross. I know. This one's kind of sexy and also really disgusting. Okay. <laughs> I would, um, it's very brave to hand somebody sweaty underwear. Yeah, it's very brave to, like, also ask someone for their sweaty underwear. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is, I mean, oh. maybe. English a lot of people. things had to go right for that to happen. I know. Like, there had to be a lot of bravery on all fronts for that one to execute. I would I would honestly rather give somebody underwear that I had, like, shit in than, like, because, <laughs> like, sweaty underwear, you're like, yep, that's just my body. Like, <laughs> like, just cooling off. That's how, that's how foul I am. <laughs> Like, they're heavy. They're very... <laughs> These are about 1.2 pounds. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, give me another one. Okay. <clears throat> okay, this one... I This one, I picked this one because it reminded me of a classic story from my childhood. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I touched so much gum under this bar just now. Just... For fun? Um, which... So, Cafe Massage, they've got a little gum situation under the bar. <laughs> but it reminded me, when I was, like, in 10th grade or something, we, we were we were sitting in, like, a history class, and this one kid in my class was, like, it was, like, towards the end of the class, and he was, like, <laughs> he was, like, there's something really fuzzy under my desk. <laughs> we were, like, what do you mean there's something fuzzy and he was like kind of like touching it under the desk and he goes I don't know there's something nice under here and we crawled under the desk and there was a wad of gum with a full ball of human hair stuck <laughs> stuck to the gum and he was like I've been petting that the entire class <laughs> oh my god and it's um that's a it's a classic Sorry, that's Kyle Okay, I have Nawaba. so many questions because clearly that was like some some girl with some anxiety disorder was just like I would imagine pulling pulling hair out and sticking it under there. Like that's a very high school seeming anxiety thing to do. But how did he not realize? Like, what did he think he was touching? I this is he. <laughs> I have no idea. Number one, <laughs> um, 
it also, it might have, I was thinking it might not be anxiety, maybe, because girls would bring a, like, bring a brush to school, and sometimes they would, like, sit in class and brush their hair. Oh, God. Which is, I think, very strange behavior, um, but I was thinking maybe it yeah, came out like, of a brush. I'm not here to pass judgment on women, except for, like, that, that's so gross to me. I know. Well, it was just, like, I, it was, it was, a, it was kind of almost like a power move, I think, to be sitting in class like preening yourself also one time my science teacher what i can't imagine getting a brush through my hair right now i haven't i haven't brushed my hair in 20 years (laughs) um one time my science teacher was like why do you guys always smell your fingers after you take your earrings out (laughs) (laughs) and that has always stuck with me too because i was like i was like i haven't done that but like he, I mean, he made it sound like he'd watched many teenage girls, like, sniff their ear holes. <laughs> Ew. I do know what he's, I mean, I know what he's talking about. I mean, I know what he's talking yeah. about. There's a lot of shit like that where people will, like, touch something weird on their body and then smell it just to be like, like, if someone, like, picks, like, a, a scab or something and smell their fingers, people, it's disgusting. Scabs don't even Again, have a not, smell, I'm though. I'm judge, but judging. <laughs> <laughs> the, um... Wait, what did I just... Oh, the same kid... T- more backstory on the guy that was petting the ball of hair. This this is <laughs> the same kid. One time at lunch we were... <laughs> we were sitting there and he... He, like, brought up the story, like, voluntarily. He said that him and his girlfriend were, like, fooling around on the couch. And uh, he was... He started fucking her belly button and she was (laughs) he was like what are you doing and he said shh it feels good (laughs) how deep was her belly button well i think it was kind of (laughs) deep i think there was room (laughs) i mean this is we there's a lot of good questions (laughs) but that's the type of that's the type of guy that we're talking about (laughs) he was just like a belly belly button fucker yeah exactly like that's like the Josh vibe. The belly yeah, <laughs> you are very close with the name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Can we do one more? Okay, yeah, I have one more. Great. Okay, had had plans to go. Oh, I'm gonna sneeze. Fuck, hold on. Okay. I didn't sneeze, so that's great. Okay. Um, well, you can keep the bless you. <laughs> thank you. I'll I'll You're keep welcome. it for later. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Had plans to go to a suite in Milwaukee. Oh, to, okay. Yeah. Had plans to go to suite in Milwaukee, a shitty bottle service club, in quotations, in 2010. Yeah. On the way there, my intestines were rumbling, and my colon was about to exhale furiously. Diarrhea. <laughs> Nice. Get, nice. To, get to Milwaukee at 6 p.m., but don't know anything else in the area. Miraculously, suite is open. Lights on. Door open. Run my ass to the bathroom in total desperation. Fecal matter almost pouring out. And came upon 10 bottle service girls, super hot chicks, putting on makeup together in the mirror. I ran to a stall and, <laughs> and shat with <laughs> reckless abandon. While flushing over and over to hide the echoing farts and strains. <laughs> I <laughs> I needed bottle service to live it down. I was in the closet at the time, so the nightmare was much 
more rough. <laughs> oh my god. That reminds me, like I said before, we would just watch um, all the American Pies. And in the first one, um, the one who fucks Stifler's mom, one of the, embarrass- the embarrassing thing that happens to him is that he takes a shit, an urgent shit at school. And we were watching it, and it literally sounds exactly like this, where he runs into the bathroom, shuts the door, there's hot girls in there, and then he just, like, dumps out like it's nobody's business, and then he walks out, and everyone's, like, standing there laughing at him, and Mike and I just watched that, and we were like, yeah, but sometimes you have to take your shit in a public place, like, <laughs> why, did this, why did this ruin high school for him? Everyone gets diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think teenagers see it that way. Oh, right? <laughs> unfortunately, I wish they did. <laughs> I wish they did too. Like body, I guess. I guess that's the nice thing about being an adult is that like bodies are bodies, and sometimes things happen. Yeah, unfortunately, it does take about thirty years to realize that. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I did it. when I was in high school. I was like, I'm the only person doing this for sure. <laughs> I mean, you probably weren't the, at that time, but now I'm like, this isn't a plot line. This is just. It would be a plot line if he took a dump, like, on the staircase or something, but he made it to the toilet. Like, he's fine. (laughs) He's a hero. (laughs) Right. It's incredible. It's better than I did. (laughs) Our live story comes from Alexa Yeager. Alexa runs a show called Shady Babies as well as Naughty Thoughts at the Laugh Factory, and this was recorded in October of 2019. Here's Alexa Yeager. But we didn't mean to know anything then we split Okay, I just want to say straight up, after hearing a lot of that, the fun stuff we've heard, uh, the gross things I'm going to tell you are not remotely sexual. There's nothing sexy about what I'm about to say to you. <laughs> this is just the grossness of a human body. <laughs> just disgusting. I have like really chronic tummy issues. Anyone else? Yeah, like my IBS and GERD people in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So my stomach is just always being a bitch all the time. Like, if I ever have powder or something on my face, it's not cocaine, it's not anything fun, it's just from tonguing the last tums from the container. Like, when I enter and leave rooms, it's just in a puff of tums dust. It's, it's my entire life. I'm severely dependent on antacids. They're the only thing holding me together. Uh, but the issue is when your stomach hurts all the time, it kind of creates like this boy who cried wolf situation when you're actually sick. Like, my stomach will hurt, and I don't know if I'm violently ill or if my stomach is being a puss. Because it, it's just, it hurts all the time. And uh, this happened to me uh, recently, well not recently, it was in the past few years, I was on a cruise with my family. Uh, which, by the way, cruises, dumb vacation. Just like a little aside. It's a dumb vacation. That's like for people who want to go other places without ever feeling like they left America. It's just fucking dumb. Ocean is not grounds for a friendship. <laughs> it is grounds for cannibalism. 
you know, if the winds get slow. <laughs> you have no other option. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry, I digress. So I'm on this cruise ship, and uh, my, my tummy hurts, my tum tum. But uh, it hurts a lot, so I was like, whatever, ignore it. And we disembarked from the ship to get onto this island. We're gonna go to the beach with my family. And uh, we step off, and all the people who try and sell to the tourists are right there when you get off the boat, because they're trying to get your money from the dumb cruise people. And so there's like music, and there's smells of food, and it's hot, and it all just envelops me, and I just immediately puke my gut down to a trash can. Like just heaving, like my entire soul into a steaming trash can in tropical paradise. But the worst thing is I'm at this bottleneck of the pier. Everyone who wants to get off the boat and into paradise has to go through me. <laughs> like, just horrified tourists watching this pasty tiny white girl puking her entire volume into a trash can. <laughs> Like, people are like shivering, sneaking by, grabbing their cruise friend, like, Deborah, who's exercising? This small child. <laughs> it was horrible. It went on for what felt like forever. It's like it was the official welcome ceremony of the island. <laughs> you had to go past me. It was so bad. But then uh, I finally kind of like wrapped up, you know, filled the entire trash can, and uh, oh, it was so hot, just steaming, just horrible. And, um, you know, you'd think at that point, oh, maybe I am sick. I guess I should go to bed. But I was like, mm, heartburn's a little worse than usual today. Like, Let's go to the beach. <laughs> and then I, uh, I got on a ferry to a smaller island uh, to go to the beach with my family. And right about when we got there is when I felt whatever was in my stomach just hit my intestines. You know that feeling? It's like, it's like a foot and then you can't trust any of your friends. <laughs> but the worst part is we took a ferry to the small island. The ferry came every like three or four hours. So I've literally stranded myself on a deserted island <laughs> with what is about to be the worst diarrhea of my life. <laughs> and there's no infrastructure. We're talking like porta potties on this beach. It's beautiful. It's paradise. I am about to die. <laughs> uh, but I mean, the porta potties luckily were actually really nice. Like in terms of the world of porta potties, very nice porta potties. Not so nice when I was done with them. They're not so nice. I spent the whole like hours just going back and forth between the chair in the shade and the porta potties, just emptying my entire digestive tract. Like it just kept coming. Also, just like uh, when you sit on a toilet for a really long time, you know it kind of makes like a toilet imprint in your ass. And if you're wearing like a thong bikini. Like, people can see that. I think about that when I, like, hook up with people, you know, if I'm, like, walking around a thumb, like, I'm so sexy, but then, like, if I have to go sit on the toilet, I'm, like, skirting the wall, like, don't look at my ass. I'm a toilet cookie cutter mark. <laughs> anyway, so, shitting a lot. Looking hot in the bikini, but toilet imprint, and, like, why is the sheet just shitting, shitting, shitting. So much shitting. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, uh, dude, when you shit that much, you get mad dehydrated. Yeah. It was so bad. Like, and I was trying to drink water, but it wasn't, it would just go right through me. It had no effect. My sister, when we were little, had this baby doll, and it was one of those baby dolls that it's like supposed to feel really realistic because you can feed it, and you also have to change its diaper, like it'll wet itself. 
Because that's what every child wants, is an actual baby that wets itself. Like the worst part of parenting. <laughs> but I mean, there's no real mechanics or engineering to this. It's a hollow baby. With a hole in the mouth and a hole in the ass. You give it water, then you turn it right side up, instant pee. You know, that's the mechanics of the baby doll. And my dad and I used to call my sister's doll, we called it Urea. Because we thought it was hilarious. We'd be like, oh, Urea, how was your day today? Blah, blah. And my sister would cry, and it was hilarious, you know. <laughs> Family fun for everyone. Uh, anyway, the reason I mention that is because on that day, on that beach, I was Urea. <laughs> it was like, I'm like chugging water, trying to stay alive, and the minute I'd stand up, it was like clench my butt cheeks and run to the bathroom. Because it was just coming straight out. And like, by the end, it's not shit. It's like drinking grade water just shooting out of my ass at fire hose velocity. Just awful. It was horrible. I was so dehydrated. I was like delusional. It was so hot. I'm on the beach. I remember being like, Mom, I'm dying. Mom, I'm dying. Mom, this is how it ends. Ooh, fuck. That's what I was like. Because she was at the bar, oh. and I was talking to a tree. Like, it was like I was alone in this. I was, it was not fucking good. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I really thought I was going to die in that beach. And uh, I think I now have a lot better of an understanding of what it's like to be a World War II veteran. <laughs> that beach was my personal Normandy, guys. <laughs> It was D-Day for my bowels. D can stand for dump, diarrhea, whatever you wanted to. I'm just telling you, I thought I was gonna die. It was bad. Uh, finally, a fairy comes and my mom, my real mom, not a tree, uh, we get back to the ship and she takes me to see the doctor. And he's like, how long have you been shitting? And I was like, I don't know, six hours? Like. Whatever, and he's like, why haven't you come in sooner? I'm like, what is the sheet? I'm weak, I can't stand. And I was like, I thought I had heartburn, so I was at the beach. <laughs> trying to enjoy my vacation. Uh, so I had like, I don't know, the norovirus, ever heard of it? It's like a whole thing. Uh, they, they helped me out though, they like rehydrated me and they gave me Imodium to stop pooping. Oh, good shit, guys. <laughs> Things like that can spread really fast, so they take it very seriously. So I was quarantined. <laughs> so I had to like stay in the room on my cruise ship, like by like. And cruise ship rooms are tiny. It's not like a nice hotel room, and I had to stay in there. They like deactivated my key card. So like if I had tried to go anywhere, buy anything, do any fun activities, it's like dudes in hazmat suits would have come out and like tackled me and dragged me back. Um, yeah, it was not. It was not good. But honestly, I was just trying to be optimistic. I was like, at least I'm not shitting anymore. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so happy. I was like, at least I can look out the window at the beautiful ocean and the island. And then I like pull the curtain back and I see that we have parked directly next to another cruise ship. So it's just white as far as I can see. Like we're so close, I can't see shit. It's like being in an asylum. <laughs> just white walls. Um, but that, did I mention, okay, this was Christmas Day. So I got sick Christmas Eve, I was quarantined through all of Christmas, so in my entire life, the best Christmas gift I ever got was that I finally stopped shitting Christmas Day 2017. 
I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez, and the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>